Anchors Away, the show where we take titles of popular songs and make them the theme for our shows. I'm Rachel, the founder and editor of Chicago's own Anchor Magazine. And I'm Amnesty, her across-the-pond BFF that pitched this crazy show to her. Join us for some wild conversation about everything from music to the unbelievable stories of our lives and dig into the 90% of our brains that are pretty much just song lyrics. We'll make recommendations. Get it? Wreck as in shipwreck. And give next to useless life advice. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Anchors Away. We've got Blonde Amnesty in the house. I'm back. <laughs> back, baby. Um, but today, us blondies are going to discuss Flowers by Miley Cyrus, which uh, the song, I'm sure, I don't know, like, if you haven't heard the song, like, what are you doing? What rock are you living under? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Side eye, bombastic side eye, if you don't know the song. But uh, for those of you who want a little bit more history about it, because if you're like me and you're like, when did it come out again? And then you realize, oh, wow, it's already we're recording this at the end of April. The song came out January 12th of this year in 2023. So it's like one of the newest songs we've done. Yeah, it is one of the newest songs. But also I'm like, wow, I feel like it just came out. But Mm -hmm. it was the lead single off of Miley's eighth album endless summer vacation which hey it's almost summertime let's have some endless summer vacations and uh i'm sure like amnesty you've heard that it's like it was written basically well it's basically a badass like you can do it on your own anthem but it was written like the lyrics are basically like a counter argument or like or not a counter argument but like counter statement to the lyrics in bruno mars's when i was your man do you know about that yes i do you're like obviously who doesn't (laughs) i mean if you don't know which you might not yeah um it's basically just what i'm sorry i didn't buy you flowers i didn't buy you yeah i have the lyrics pulled up so uh it i was too young too dumb to realize that i should have bought you flowers (laughs) and there is rachel singing put that on your bingo card (laughs) yeah I should have bought you flowers and held your hand. Should have gave you all my hours when I had the chance to take you to every party because all you wanted to do was dance. And now my baby's dancing, but she's dancing with another man. And so in flowers, it's like, I can buy my own flowers. I can hold my own hand. um, And then I can take myself dancing. So basically everything that Bruno Mars listed, except you're doing it yourself because you don't need someone else to do those things. Nope. I buy myself flowers all the time. (laughs) DIY. Do it. I always always tell Chris, and this is so, uh, this is probably an interesting perspective because I know Rachel has some shit going down on her side that's like completely opposite from my shit. But um, I always tell Chris that I don't need him. But I, and that sounds very horrible. So hear me out. (laughs) Um. I don't need him, but I choose to have him in my life. I choose to go through all that shit. And that's because I love him. Mm -hmm. And that has nothing to do with, um, hopefully you can't hear my dogs barking. Fuck off. dog. (laughs) Um, But that has nothing to do with like, whether I love him or not. It's like, I don't need him. And Mm -hmm. I think in our world, there's a lot of like, you're supposed to be 
in a relationship where you complete each other and all that bullshit. No, I can do all that shit. Like, I can buy myself flowers. I can. I take myself on solo dates. I went and saw Paramore last week on my own. Um, I do that all the time. So, yeah, no, you don't really need it. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, well, I, I think we talked about this a little bit. I can't remember. It was like the Everywhere episode. But yeah, I fully agree that like a relationship should be something that you choose and you want to have versus you know like a dependent a codependency thing like I never want to get into a situation where I'm like financially dependent on someone like you know I have friend a friend who's like so over her boyfriend but like he pays for a lot of the bills or whatever and she's like I don't know what I'd do if I broke up with him like yep never want to have that be my situation I want to be able to provide for myself both like financially and just you know to be able to take myself dancing you know have the confidence and the the wherewithal wherewithal to have my solo dates like you said so i don't i yeah i'm like not to again like repeat myself but again it's just like yeah i want i don't want to have to settle because i need someone because we don't need anybody no one needs anybody well maybe that's not true kids need yeah i think you do need people a child but i don't necessarily have a like and like i couldn't survive without you i think we do need each other we need people in our lives we need the people we love we need those relationships to sort of come not like live a fulfilled life but no matter like if you were if the person i was with was starting to treat me like shit or i was financially dependent on them in that case as your example um i never need them for things that are just about survival (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's more about, like, needing them for community and, you know, just, yeah, fulfillment in a a certain way. Yeah, I think we all need people in our lives, but we don't need no man. We need no no man. Honestly, I just feel like we're about to go into this age where women are like, eh, we just have our women around, which is, it's it's probably why men used to pit women against each other for so long is because as soon as we realize that women are probably more filling and more supportive as like the village than men are mm-hmm. we don't need no man <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um yeah uh well the other other fun fact about the song before we kind of dive into and again it's you know it's about yeah providing for yourself like i can buy my own flowers you can do your own thing solo date but um, just another fun fact is like in the music video, supposedly like the there's a gold dress that Miley wears and there's a house that she's dancing in. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm still like two weeks ago when we recorded, I was like under the weather and I'm still kind of it's lingering. It's a lingerer. But uh, <laughs> but the house and the dress, it's like a it's a nod, supposedly, allegedly that Liam Hemsworth, Miley Cyrus's ex-husband, cheated on her with I think it was upwards of 12 women, but one of them was supposedly Jennifer Lawrence. And so like the gold dress is like an homage to like the gold dress that she wore to one of the Hunger Games premieres, like with Liam. So it was like real sneaky Easter eggs from Miss Miley. So what what is that? What why why yeah, I mean cuz Taylor, Taylor Swift does that too. I don't know. I think I'm over it. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I like the like layered the yeah. layered little hints and whatever and uh and and like finding that in movies and stuff. I'm all I'm all about the hunt. Like this is very random. I did not plan to bring this up. <laughs> <in this laughs> but 
in the new Scream movie. Wait, I'm like, I need to get this out here. So by the time this comes out again, it won't be like a new Scream movie, but in Scream 6. So Scream 6 is like the second requel if you will which if people don't know requel is like the sequel but also like slash reboot it's like a combination it's not quite a reboot because there's some of the original cast but it's not quite a sequel because it's like however many years later so anyways in scream um in scream five the new character that we get sam she's billy loomis's daughter what she doesn't end up being the killer but it's like a callback to the first movie spoiler alert if you haven't seen scream <laughs> bill loomis and stumacher are the killer but anyways, in the second movie, it takes place in college when Sydney, the main final girl, she's in college. And then it ends up being her, er, the killer ends up being um, Billy's mom and the other, I don't, I, I can't, I, I'm this, I'm like, oh my God, I love Scream. But the other dude, I don't remember his relation or whatever to the whole situation. I think he was just like a weirdo that wanted to kill people and then like teamed up with Billy's mom. Anyways, though, so, oh, but this might be, (laughs) spoiler alert, if you skip, like, five minutes ahead, if you want to see the Scream 6 and you haven't, and by the way, Amnesty, do you want to see Scream 6? No. Okay. I am not a thriller or horror movie buff, so no. (laughs) Okay, so, well, so the main characters, like, the three main characters that were in Scream 5 that were new, that they were in high school in Scream 5, they're now in their first year of college. So similarly to Sydney in Scream 2. And the killer ends up being the family. There's three of them. They're family members. I won't say much more, but they're family members of one of the killers in Scream 5. So I noticed, I pointed that out to my brother who saw it. I was like, did you realize that like there was the parallels between the college and then also the killers being related to the family of the previous movie? And he's like, I didn't catch that. So I'm all about like finding those like weird Easter eggs. So that's. <laughs> That was the point of that. Movies I like, so in books, I like it a lot. Like, I think (laughs) if someone can do that in a book and, like, really make a plot really twisted with lots of Easter eggs and shit, I am all for it. I just think, like, Taylor Swift does the Easter egg thing really, this is such a tangent, as usual. Fuck, fuck, we just are the way we are, I guess. (laughs) Why are we the way that we are? are, Why are we this way? I don't know. Um, (laughs) Taylor Swift does it so well, it's hard to watch other people do it because you're like, yeah, (laughs) like... Um, yeah yeah that's true i i like it was subtle on miley's part but anyways i guess getting back to the theme of today just again it's nice we have two different perspectives because amnesty is married and um right now happily married i don't know maybe there's ups and downs i'm sure oh man i yeah definitely marriage is a i think marriage isn't one solid relationship it's your relationship changes several times during its like lifetime <laughs> um so you'll have like four different relationships five different little bit relationships within your thing but anyway that's a different one altogether but yeah i'm on a we're in a good streak right now i suppose that'd have to be to be pregnant like <laughs> you're like i hate you and i'm having your t- well to be fair yeah i just saw a tiktok the other day that was like i just had my kid and i love it so much but it's so hard and the, the lady's like it's gonna be much easier i swear and she's like but i just want to like well like it easier i just want to sucker punch my husband in the throat all the time (laughs) and there are days there are days sucker punch yeah well anyways so we've got that lovely perspective from you and (laughs) we've got me the 30 something single person but yeah and i i don't remember if i've talked about this on past up and again like timing's gonna be weird but um for this year so i've been i've been like officially single for a little over a year now 
And then since like the start of this year, I've been seeing two different guys and again, like, I don't know, it's like no definition on anything, but there was one of the guys who I had very strong feelings for and supposedly he had strong feelings for me, but he just doesn't want to commit. Well, he ended up saying some really fuck boy things that I don't want to even say on this podcast. Like, let's just say it was, it was an ick moment yeah what it was right before this and i was like ew (laughs) yeah it's not even like i'm just like wow you have less brain cells than i thought you did like kind of yeah i don't think it's a stretch of the imagination if anyone's listening for them to guess what he not exactly what he said but along the lines of what he said which was just very gross like yeah misogynistic in in a lot of ways (laughs) yeah it was manipulative in a way too and i'm like i'm glad i'm in my 30s because some women might have like i'm like does that work does that uh, and to be fair, yeah i think that there is definitely not specifically that thing but i definitely have done that like yeah for that shit similar yeah to, i think we all have i think all women have fallen for that shit i mean there's the basic like i don't know i wonder if i should just say it but there's like the whole basic like men acting like they don't have a use of protection if you know what i mean ladies and saying oh i don't have it like can we proceed without it and then there's like what he did involving protection and emotional trying to emotionally manipulate and uh yeah not good not good yeah I, i i'll tell like my story which was very much like when i was younger there's just men who'd be like well i would just i just feel closer to you if i'm not wearing a condom and it wasn't just one man they're like oh, if i'm not wearing protection i feel closer to you and it's at the time you're like, like yeah your genital oh, skin is literally touching my genital skin obviously you do <laughs> <laughs> just fucking wear the condom okay <laughs> yeah well that's the thing too i'm like i'm sorry like I think if you're in a committed relationship and you've been tested again, now I'm like, I did not plan to like sexually educate women and people today or like, yeah, I mean, not just women, but you know, hey, we're going there. <laughs> yeah. But I like, I'm of the belief. Yeah. If you're like in a committed partnership and you've been tested together, then fine. You don't need to use. And if you have some sort of contraceptive, if you don't want to get pregnant, but, um, but yeah, as far as if you're just, you know, a casual thing it's not committed i'm like nope sorry you don't get to raw dog me (laughs) that is so gross (laughs) i'm sorry mom yeah i think about it a lot when i get as i get older about what i used to do in my 20s and i'm like i am so lucky that i didn't i I wouldn't have gotten pregnant but i'm so lucky that i didn't get catch anything (laughs) yeah i know that's the thing i don't know i don't know i just yeah it it's mind mind blowing to me. It's but and that's the thing. And like I I've been like so sad the last week because it's like someone I don't know. It's just like you know. It's like you think I thought he effortlessly kind of expressed love towards me in certain ways, and I was like, oh, this is so nice. Like I don't have to like tell someone how to care for me. That's exactly what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Like I I know that relationships are not easy and they don't have to be, but. Um, they should it should be a little bit it should be hard so that's the thing I was like there's been a lot of men that I've like dated or met on dating apps or had like one date with where it's like 
oh yeah this doesn't line up and it's like should i try to get over that and it's like no if it's not like immediately easy and like with him it was like clicking so much and we were talking a lot and so it's like weird to like now have to fill my own time but i've proven that i can fill my own time you know yeah and i can fill my own i was just having a thought while you were while you were talking about this yeah. and i'm and i've dated dated both british and american men obviously um most of my serious relationships were with american men um and i've also had one night stands with both let's put it that way too (laughs) yeah um and american men and this is very controversial and people are going to be like not me you know like not all men blah 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 american men just don't have the same mentality about emotional connection and um sexual connection and like them going hand in hand Obviously, British men can have, like, one-night stands, but I, but it was very much, like, they would at least, after the one-night stand, try to take you on a couple dates to see if it would work, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So, there was, like, there was always, like, some sort of, like, I will try to attempt to make an emotional connection, whereas even when you dated, like, American men, it was very much, like, um, very hard to even get that emotional connection even if you'd been dating them for a while mm-hmm. um so i just i just like listen to the horror stories because rachel's not my only single friend in her 30s i think and then, funnily uh sarah's in chicago too and i just go holy shit <laughs> just yeah, can't and i don't know that it's necessarily just men i feel like yeah i have like a couple single girlfriends too but i do feel like just people in general are like less like it's i don't know it's cra- it's just crazy to me that like people will like go on so many or i don't just yeah people are like so keen to have these situationships today and that's why i'm like you know where you're seeing someone acting like a couple but you don't want to actually like put a label on it is that even what <laughs> no but i mean i'm like here I, I am also like seeing another guy but it's been like moving at like a glacial pace compared to the other one but now i'm like ready but i think also like i was holding back because it's like you know i i don't want to like i don't want to be the bachelor at and like have two men head over heels or something which yeah. clearly the one wasn't so <laughs> jokes on me <laughs> but you know i don't want to like fully dive into two things and i'm like well let's see. And, and then it's like then there's like the whole moral i'm like am i like keeping someone on the back burner but um you know again we don't owe anyone anything i guess but i I do try to tread lightly with the like being cautious of other people's feelings you know but i will say i will not be getting back on the apps until i see how this yeah this one plays out because i'm like yeah i'm I'm not i'm not here for the like spreading yourself emotionally i'm like and again anything that i need i can do myself but isn't the other guy like a friend of a friend as well yeah which i feel like that's like there's different sort of expectation out of that than someone you met on an app like Mm -hmm. um but funny story time since we haven't told any story um when i started dating my husband or when i went home he was a one night stand guys he was a one night stand let's put it that way (laughs) um i was dating somebody else too and i was dating him and that guy treated me like shit and it kind of reminded me that I, I was like, Chris is a really good guy. Like, it was kind yeah. of like a slap in the face of, you're a fucking idiot. Get over yourself and go date Chris because you know that he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so I was uh, 
play in the field with two people as well. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but maybe someone will have comments about that. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, maybe that's the wake up call that I need about this nice guy, but you know, I don't know. Well, it's too soon to tell. It's too soon to tell. We'll have to like (laughs) update us down the road. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like you're you're a magic eight ball. It's like, is this, is this the move that I'm supposed to make too soon to tell? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. Um, so back to like the song, obviously we don't need no man, but we want to have a man around. But when you don't need him for things like the romance and the flowers and the holding hands, what do we need men for? <laughs> Sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, I sound like a top. Sex. No, but uh, no, I'm just... I I do like I see that's the thing is like I do want someone to like it's the whole like I want you to want to do the dishes it's like you want a partner who like wants to help around yeah. you know and be a true partner and yeah that th- this guy I don't even I'm like should we come up with a nickname like the, the thing that just ended but it's like I felt like he was so good at that like being like showing up even when I didn't have to ask him for it it was mm-hmm. so nice but then you know, but I think this is a, like this is a lesson learned if I'm sure, you know, for anyone younger, just because someone, you know, can show up for you, be a good partner if they try to emotionally manipulate you or if they try to put pressure on you in a certain way that could be sexually or not, whatever, uh, you don't have to put up with the bullshit to get the good stuff. And yeah. it's so much I think it's going to be so much more fulfilling to like hold out and be alone for a little bit and be independent and find someone who will be respectful of you in certain aspects of a relationship and also be a good partner, you know, and there's certain things like, you know, inconveniences or like um, not deal breakers, but it's, I don't know, it's, is such a weird thing to me, but you know, something like someone's messy or whatever, like that doesn't have to be a deal breaker. That could just be like an annoyance. Um, Cause yeah, he was also messy and <laughs> not a very organized person. And I like kind of bothered me, but I was like, oh, I can put up with that. But then the second it crossed this line of like, you know, just being emotionally immature and having that pivotal moment for me and like that eye opening and that that was like, you know, the the precipice of like, oh, yep, not going to go there and invest any more time here. So I think it's just, yeah, the lesson learned is just like being in tune with yourself and like what you deserve and knowing that, you know, you can get you can do this on your own you can break away and you can be independent and take care of yourself if someone's going to make you feel like belittled or less than i don't know if any of that made sense if that was cohesive at all <laughs> um no no no. it makes exactly sense hold on a second <laughs> my are you frozen no i'm here um my uh, do i sound different no okay that was weird my microphone changed oh (laughs) now it's not playing anyway um no that makes absolute sense um there is always going to be compromise like not i don't even like the word compromise in a relationship there's always going to be this sort of like things that aren't quite aligned with you within a relationship there's never going to be someone so perfect for you that you are annoyed by something that they do but being Mm -hmm. annoyed and it being a red flag are two different things yeah totally yeah I think 
yeah, compromising your values versus like compromising the way you clean the bathroom is like totally different, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and I think it's important to, again, you know, like spend time, get to know yourself enough that you know if someone is making you feel like you need to be in tune with your own emotions enough and your own self enough and value yourself enough and have that self-worth to know when someone's taking advantage of that. So I think that's, if anything, I've definitely learned in my, because again, if this had happened in my twenties, I don't know what the outcome would be, but I'll tell you now being, being alone, getting to know myself and working on myself, you know, doing the work and therapy, I can totally now stand my ground and know what I deserve from an emotional support standpoint, you know. And that can, that can be quite um, arrogant sounding to some part potential partners um is like but but knowing that core of your beliefs and is so hard in your 20s um I don't really didn't really know my the core of who I was until I was like 20 29 and that was after I got married as well but um and that's exactly what I mean by my relationships changed several times within it when it's within the 10 years that we've been together um it's because I've simply changed but I've gone off on a tangent now and that (laughs) but yeah but uh, you just need to know that core. I've had this conversation with somebody I coached this week as well. I said, you know, when you know that core, everything around you can, you can no longer, you're unfuck withable because unfuck-withable. Like, yeah, yeah. Like the guy, the guy, you know, saying shit like that, you just went, no, that doesn't align with who I am as a person anymore. And I will not put up with that manipulation. No, like absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it can seem kind of arrogant when you're like, no, I won't put up with that shit to some people who are willing to compromise so much because those people don't really know what the core, their core beliefs are. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Have, sorry, go ahead. Oh, and I was just going to say too, and there's always that, like when you, again, it wasn't a formal relationship or anything, but when you like break up with someone or break tie, like whether or not, like whatever the situation is, if you, you know, end like a little fling or whatever, there's always like that time that you were given to them that you have back now And I think another piece of advice I would share is just like making sure you have kind of like a self healing plan. Like, and again, like I haven't spoken to him since, you know, a week ago now it's been, and it feels weird, but I'm like, you know what there? Yeah. There's like that whole, I don't, I don't know what. No, when you're you're like, I don't want to speak to this person anymore. It doesn't feel okay anymore. Yeah. It's a vacuum. Like there's a vacuum of, oh shit, what do I do now? You have to make sure you know what you'd fill that vacuum with. Yeah. And he, well, he's like, well, we can still talk, you know, if you need someone. I'm like, no, you're not the person I'm going to go to when I need anything now you know like you don't get to be that shoulder to cry on for me so uh you know maybe that's a little stubborn on my part but I think it's important to you know stand your ground and be able to to look after yourself and yeah you know I had therapy right away my therapist was like so what's the self-healing plan and I did I was like I have all this stuff going on this week like I had a lot of work meetings and all that and she's like okay but just keep in mind that's distraction but after all the distraction goes away like what are you going to do? And yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, you know, like Friday night, I took an edible and watched Harry Potter. <laughs> I was going to ask, what is your healing plan? That sounds brilliant. Yeah. That sounds so you. <laughs> and ordered tacos. <laughs> tacos, edible, Harry Potter. I don't need anyone when I have my edible and tacos. I wouldn't either. <laughs> that is one thing about America that I do miss is that it is legal to have weed. 
but yeah <laughs> but yeah and then just you know doing like today we're podcasting talking to friends helps i'm doing my administrative tasks for the week like laundry and all that boring stuff but yeah. just making sure you know give yourself great like i think i was i was telling amnesty i think before we started recording i um i've been working on a lot of anchor backlog stuff because i kind of let things go by the wayside last week and it you know take a week off now i'm getting back into it and i think it's important to listen to your inner self if you need a little bit of a break it's okay take the space you know yes go watch a movie and go to the zoo i don't know i'm making shit up as we (laughs) go to the zoo (laughs) yeah go to the zoo go to a show go to i mean you go to show all the time so it's not any different is it so (laughs) yeah so what would you tell your younger self then basically what i just (laughs) i'm like i'm just Just reiterate just reiterate that's what i would tell (laughs) yes okay i so yeah reiterating i would tell my younger self to again yeah know your know yourself enough to the point that you know when someone's making you feel off or like you know either scared or in in a state of anxiety or a state of harm almost like if you know like if you're in tune with your own emotions it's so much easier to quickly identify like a serious red flag of like when someone's making you feel less than your worth so you can easily get out of that situation so just really being in tune with yourself and listening to your body like your body will tell you when you feel a certain way you know if you have a pit in your stomach usually not good maybe you just had bad tacos i don't know but <laughs> usually it could be a sign of emotional yeah uh and then also yeah and when you do end something or you know like you're you're losing someone in your life that used to take up a decent chunk of time i think it's important to lean on your friends like lean on your community and also yourself like make take yourself out do stuff for yourself journal Mm-hmm. watch harry potter take an edible <laughs> catch up on you know the things that are important to you and oh, put it yeah. back on me time buy yourself flowers yeah go buy yourself flowers um i what was nope oh, god <laughs> oh i said what about you oh i was gonna just off the back of that different but the same by the way that was completely different but the same than what you've been talking about which was a good one it was a good point i was like <laughs> wait a minute we, we're completely different um i would just say and i brought this up as like the solo date thing is really important um when you know you can be comfortable with your with taking yourself out to stuff that you would like to see that maybe no one else wants to go out no one else in your life wants to go and join you with for example a concert or whatever like it's really kind of scary the first time you do it but you realize how um empowering it is to just kind of like sit with a thing that you enjoy without worrying about the what the other people in your life whether they're enjoying it or not so like being able Mm -hmm. to go to a concert that no one else will go with you to or to a movie that no one wants no one else wants to see like um being able to do that is such a really good sign that you know yourself well enough and you're comfortable in yourself yeah And really quickly off the back of that, I know we talked about this before about like the concept of being alone versus being lonely. And, you know, when I've talked about my solo travels and whatnot. So this wouldn't necessarily be advice to my younger self, but it'd be because I've I've never really struggled with this. I've I've done solo travel a lot in my life. But 
for people who are afraid to do stuff on there. Like I, one of the radio shows I listened to, they just talked about like one of the hosts, he's in his thirties and he's like, I just took my first ever solo trip. And, you know, he went to go to like this record store he wanted to go to on record store day. And he's like, I never done it. And so like one of the other hosts was like, yeah, I could never go anywhere by myself. And I'm like, yes, you can like everyone hard. <laughs> but, and then the other radio host, he's like, oh yeah, I love, I like, I, he's like, it's so liberating just doing whatever you want. So yeah, I would just say for anyone who's ever afraid of it, don't miss out on the things that you want to see because you'd rather, I, I, there's it, there's always a compromise in life, right? Like you, sometimes it's more important to be with like friends and loved ones than putting yourself first and being selfish. Like there's a difference between being selfish and then not holding back from doing the things you want to do because no one will do it with you. So if there's ever something you want to do and you can't find someone to do it with, don't be afraid, do it yourself. Like there's a trip you want to take, plan it out you you will be fine you will meet people are friendly you can you know go out in public and say hello to people <laughs> and you know or like and, and when you. I, I never say hello to anyone when i'm out you don't oh, have to yeah. <laughs> you could go I'm out a, and not say anything i'm a chatter i do end up usually meeting people when i go out and <laughs> which is but, fine <laughs> like the best story i forgot if i mentioned this before when we were talking about it but i remember i went to edinburgh by myself and I ended up, I'm still friends with them on Facebook, but I went out to a bar by myself one night, Whistle Binkies, shout out. And uh, there was two, th- so the women that I met, they were ex-sister-in-laws technically because they both were married to a set of brothers. Like they didn't know each other before, but they were sister-in-laws because the brothers got, you know, they got married to these brothers yeah. and then they were both getting divorced from the brothers at the same time. So it was ah! like a sister-in-law divorce trip. And yeah, I ended up becoming friends with them on Facebook and I still am to this day. So that was <laughs> that the best story ever. <laughs> you have to wonder how fucked up those, that family was that they both yeah. wanted to divorce brothers. I know, right. So that that's, yeah, that's the best anyway. So yeah, that advice just, Get out there. Don't hold. Don't ever like on your deathbed be like, I wish I had gone and done whatever, but no one would go with me. Just do it. I just, yeah, I just don't understand. Everyone has to go with you. Uh, No one actually cares if you're going alone. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Get out of your head. They have so much advice. So much advice. Get out of your head. No one's judging you. Well, maybe some asshole is, but who cares what they think? And if uh, they would have been an asshole if you were there alone or not. Like, (laughs) yeah. Do you have a recommendation? Oh, yes. Okay. So I I almost wanted to do something which I don't think we've ever done before and recommend another song by the same. Well, maybe I'll do two recommendations. So Miley Cyrus's song Slide Away. Do you know that one? Because I feel like it's like a, oh. yeah, I, think, I feel like it's like a, um, what do you call it? The undercut or whatever. Or, is that no not an undercut but you know anyways it's a deep cut kind of but it's um it's like the lyrics are like why don't you why don't you slide away back to the ocean and it's again as it's kind of about liam her ex but i just like it it sounds really cool it's like kind of different than a lot of miley songs but really like that song a lot so i was like oh we could do double miley wreck but another one uh that i have is like a girl by lizzo which this is my favorite she lists out like a lot of things she can do and she'll do this like a girl because you know a lot of times like like a girl is an insult like you run like a girl but she's like reframing it and owning it of being a female but my favorite lyrics in the song is i don't really need you i'm macaulay culkin home alone (laughs) 
Love it. Like, yeah, I don't need you. I'm Macaulay Culkin. I'm alone. <laughs> uh, what about I'm, you? No, I'm alone. Um, I will do two songs as well, which is probably stupid of me um, because I always have a hard time picking songs. So having another one in my back pocket, but first one is um, Hurt People, Griffin and Aloe Block, which is basically a, a song about how people who are fucked up hurt other people unintentionally. Hurt people, um, hurt people. Yeah, hurt people, hurt people. Um, which is pretty high level. I think, and I have to double check this. I think this is written by Dan Smith. <gasps> I need to double check on that one. I could be fucking talking out my ass, but <laughs> I will. <look laughs> um, and I think the reason why I was looking on his Wikipedia page to see because um there was another song that he'd done which i've suggested um future utopia and i was like they're so good but no one knows about them so i had looked up to see what else he'd written and i think that was on the list ah then the second one was a thousand ways by phoebe ryan which is basically just talking about how people are different and their scars are different etc so um yeah, not so, to be confused with a thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton. Yes, that's very different. <laughs> so, oh, wait, should I just end with this one funny story? This is totally random, but it made me think of it because <laughs> a thousand miles. So, I was at a piano bar the other night for a work event, and well, it was like an after work event thing that it was like the second bar, you know, nothing good ever comes from going to a second bar. Well, it was fun, and no one judged me, but. It was a piano bar and they um, they played a thousand miles. So I was like getting into that. I was like dancing in front of the piano with like a piece of pizza in my hand. And then then they played uh, Misery Business by Paramore, which you would have loved. And I got so into it. I was like head banging and I head banged into the beer bottle my coworker was holding. And I had like a mark on my <laughs> I didn't like it was obviously an accident, but I was like, okay. I'm concussed. It's time to go home. But anyways, that just made me think. Of <laughs> oh god, that's too funny. Oh, one of these days we'll have to tell drunk stories. That'll be the next episode. Yeah. We'll find a song that represents drunk ass stupid shit that we've ever done. Yeah. Um, and yes, that was written by Dan Smith. Oh, nice. So. All right. Hashtag confirmed. You heard it here first. Bingo card. There you go. <laughs> Wait, Dan wrote a song about hurt people. I thought he only writes songs about like positive. <laughs> Darn. Um. How am I gonna be an octopus about this? <laughs> All right. This is like a very unhinged episode. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, we love you guys. It's fine. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll Thanks see you. To our seven listeners. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to Anchors Away. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at anchors.away. That's A-N-C-H-R-S dot A-W-A-Y. Also, listen to our podcast Spotify playlist for future episode titles. Linked in the episode notes. There's also a recommendations playlist for you to listen to as well. And if there's a song that you want to hear us talk about and cover... Shoot us a recommendation on Spotify. There's a little Q&A where you can suggest things or you can slide into those DMs on Instagram and we will add it to the list. Perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> I literally have two